0: This episode of The Happiness Question is brought to you by Jay Schiffman. Jay Schiffman is a public speaker, coach, and host of the Choose Your Struggle podcast. He interviews people with lived experiences on the topics of mental health, substance misuse, and recovery, and drug use and policy to help end stigma and normalize difficult conversations through empathy and vulnerability. Each year, over 125,000 Americans die from overdose and suicide combined. I'm not even talking about the other causes of death related to substance misuse and mental health. Just those two. Those are our friends, our neighbors, our family members. They go to our churches, eat next to us at our favorite restaurants. They talk to us through our favorite podcasts. And these deaths are completely preventable. There are massive system changes that need to happen. But until we can have an honest conversation about these topics... These lives will continue to be lost. That's why Jay produces the Choose Your Struggle podcast. That's why he tells his story. As a guy in long-term recovery who survived two suicide attempts and an overdose, he recognizes his privilege. He's been given a second chance in a country and a world where most people don't even get their first. For him not to use it for something truly meaningful would be a waste of his second chance. That's why he gives up every day to work to end the stigma and ensure that those who need help get the help they deserve because we're in this together. Check out his podcast, Choose Your Struggle, by listening wherever you find podcasts. Today's episode is sponsored by Anchor. It's the great podcast creator and distributor that helps make the happiness question possible. They make it easy to distribute your podcast onto more than 10 platforms, including Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, all without you lifting a finger. Even better, everything they offer is free. You can even get sponsorships for your podcast with no minimum listenership required, like I've got. If you're looking to start a podcast of your own, there's no better place than Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello, and welcome to The Happiness Question. My name is Camden Boyd, and today I have with me a very special guest, Gallo Lastra, a great friend and amazing operatic singer from Riverton, Utah. This episode of The Happiness Question is sponsored by Audible. Start your free 30-day trial today to get one audiobook and two Audible originals for free by going to audibletrial.com slash thehappinessquestion. Gallo, tell me about yourself. Well... Hi,
1: I am Gallo. I am an opera tenor based in Riverton, Utah. I have performed, so far I've performed all over Utah and soon to be going international. I've recorded my first album and it's going to be released by the end of the year. And I think that's about it right now. Fancy. Now, what do you mean by international here? What I mean is I think I'm going to be going on to other states and I'm going to be going to what I think I'm going to be going to perform in Italy for the first time, but that won't be until I come back from serving a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So until then, I will be performing in Utah.
0: That's cool. So you have a little brother, right?
1: I do. I do. Yes.
0: And I heard
1: that he went through cancer. He did. Two years ago, he was diagnosed with uh, neuroblastoma, and that was stage four. He was diagnosed around Christmas. And, uh, well, actually, he started having, like, symptoms, like, on Halloween. And then it's been two years now he's been going through, he went through a lot of chemotherapy and a lot of these other kind of things that made him really Weak and made him really, you know, not so great. But this year, fortunately, right after his birthday and right um, before graduation, we were told that he was uh, cured from everything.
0: That's amazing. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, that's oh. um. What kind of cancer did you say it was again? He had uh,
1: stage 4 neuroblastoma. It was Uh, in his stomach area. Okay. Uh, How did your family
0: deal with all of this?
1: Well, I remember when we were told of what he had. I remember I was just at home. It was really, before I kind of get into the whole story thing, really just kind of something that we never thought would happen to anyone in our family. Benjamin was the first one to ever have cancer in our family. And so, but I remember I was at home and my parents were at the hospital because he was saying that his his stomach and his back were hurting. And so at first we thought it was, I remember that I was at home and I was with my grandparents and my My uncle and my mom called us to go to the hospital. So we did. And when we were driving, you know, I was really scared and everything. And at first I didn't think much of it. I was just thinking like, oh, it's not, you know, it's not much of a big deal. Like he'll get over it pretty soon. And then when we got to the hospital, that's when everything just kind of happened. And so after that, for two years, he's been, he's been going in and out of school and, you know, he's been homeschooled, really, for the first two years. And just this year, he, he is just starting to get into everything again, you know. He's been going to school. He started about two days ago. And so everything's just kind of starting over, if you want to call it that.
0: Yeah. How has Benji felt about all of it? Like, how did he deal with it?
1: Well, there were some nights where he barely got any sleep. But really to put it in in a simpler way is he kinda what's it called? He fought through it so hard to where sometimes he would say that it was like it was nothing, you know. Uh-huh. He's he's a fighter and really he would always pray before anything, you know, even a small IV that would, like, you know, poke him, he would say prayers. He's just, like, a really strong kid, and he kind of, I wouldn't necessarily say smile or laugh through the whole thing, but I guess he kind of did, because it's like, you know, he's like, I got this, you know?
0: So... How did you guys uh, find happiness through it? Like, it's gotta have been a really depressing time. What did you do to still, you
1: know? Yeah. Be um, I think one thing that really helped is, I guess our faith and what we believe in is in the, the church. And I recently started getting into music, so whatever song I would sing, I would dedicate it to my family and especially to Benjamin. And he would always listen, and I whatever song I sang to him was just kind of like, you know, everything's gonna be fine." So there were a lot of things that really helped us kind of get through it. But I guess the most the biggest thing was was our faith and Benjamin's want to keep living you know
0: it's really good that you had something like the church and music to kind of help out with that
1: oh yeah and people from our ward and our and our bishop he was he helped support us and people from our ward would you know give us so many things like food they would bring food every week and almost to the point where it wouldn't even fit. There were so many people that supported us and helped us financially and especially just helped us kind of get through it because I don't know, just having people support you through something really hard is one of the most amazing and comforting things anyone could really experience, you know?
0: Absolutely. I guess we've talked enough about that for now. Um, Tell me more about opera. How did you get into that? Well,
1: I don't necessarily think that there was a huge kind of like uh, wake up call or like some kind of thing that just kind of snapped into my head. It was really, I guess, like a really slow process of what I wanted to pursue. I actually never really liked singing before any of it, you know. I thought I was either going to be like a chef or I was going to be some other thing, but I never thought I would do anything with music. But about three years ago, I started a group with some friends at my high school, and we would sing. We wouldn't necessarily... Haven't done any gigs. It was more of a thing that we would just kind of do for fun, you know. Yeah. So we did. We like sang some songs after school, and we would hang out a ton. But eventually, that kind of, you know, went away, and I ended up joining another group later, and then that also, you know, went away. And then I remember one time I was at my house and my grandpa wasn't me and he was just started playing some opera music. And I would always think like, Oh, this is disgusting. And and my grandpa would always just say like, just listen to the tone of his voice. And I would just listen to how this person was singing. And then I was kind of like, "I, I, you know, I'm starting to like it. And then, you know, I didn't think much of it after I was like, Oh, that was some pretty good music. And then, another group came up and we just, we did stuff for a while. And then we ended up (laughs) parting our ways again. And so then I guess from there, I just kind of took a little break and just kind of figure everything out. Like, what am I going to do? How do I want to sort everything out? And then I just started singing and I was singing a song called Nason Dorma, which I have performed many, many times. And no. after singing that once or twice i was thinking you know i i should really give this a shot and so i didn't have enough money for a voice teacher or you know so i would really the only way i would teach myself is i would go on youtube <clears throat> youtube and i would just listen to these songs by these tenors and I would just copy them, you know, mouth, you know, mouth movements, breath control, vibrato, resonance, volume, everything. It's crazy. And so I would, I, I've done that for the, for, for these past two years, really this last couple months ago, I took an opera camp program in Provo and they taught me more than I thought I taught myself you know I had I had an amazing voice teacher who taught me how to control my breath how to um, resonate my sound how to make myself sound more of a tenor and not a pop singer you know nothing against pop or anything but like it's not my style and that's what people have been telling me that my voice with my a pop voice with opera isn't necessarily a good combination, you know?
0: No.
1: And so, but I mean, some people can pull it off, but this teacher taught me how to sound like a a full on tenor. And after that, we had a recital. I had a, a wonderful pianist who I still work with to, from time to time and I sang nice and dorm again and I sang another song called the Lord's Prayer. Um, and both those songs when I sang them, I felt like I'm in the right spot, you know? Like I I should be singing what I should be singing. And this is my career. This is what I should be making a living off of. You know, I that's where I found my passion for for opera. But I've never had interest to be with an opera company doing, like, their theater stuff, you know? <clears throat> like, I've never wanted to be in an actual opera. I more so wanted to be just a, like, for example, right now, Andrea Bocelli. He, he does concerts. He does CDs. He just performs as himself. And that's what I want to do as well. I don't want to be a character. I want to be performing as myself and showing people what I have and what I can share.
0: Sounds like you've been in and out of a lot of groups. Yes. How have you, uh, what was like your favorite and how have you dealt with having to, you know, stop and start again?
1: Um. Well, when I, when that, when the first couple of times that happened, you know, I think my favorite bands actually that I was part of was a group called Harkin and a group called Piano Voce. And another group actually was was the very first one that had six of us. And we were actually really, really close to each other. And we were called The Divine, which was the very, very first thing that we all started off with. Oh, of um, we would sing songs from Les Rob because I thought I would shoot for um, musical theater music. Uh. But obviously that didn't work out too well for me. But uh, Harkin was a group that had a very pop sound. You know, there were four Mm -hmm. of us. We performed a couple of times. We've sung the national anthem. Uh, We've done photo shoots. We've done everything a group has done. But it didn't last too long. And that ended up being okay because... I found something else to do that I enjoy, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: And piano voce, it was it was actually really fun, you know. I would see the guys every every weekend and we would work on stuff. It, unfortunately we had one of our guys leave and ended up leaving both of us, you know, yeah. figuring out what to do. And then we just kind of did our own thing for a little bit. And as of right now, we're just trying to, you know, see what happens. But our first video that we put up has around 200 something views. And for a first video, that's not bad right now. And I think the song is actually pretty okay. So being in groups is fun, but it's always hard to find commitment, you know? Yeah. So I guess I just kind of started doing stuff solo.
0: Yeah, I'd say it'd be hard during school, but it's just kind of hard in general. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to make the time because it doesn't get easier when you get older.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it's definitely worth it. Being in these groups is so much fun.
1: Yeah. I. I just, like, I love harmony, you know? I love the sound that harmony comes up with, and I just love being able to be with a bunch of friends or some people that have the same passion as you, and to just do something that could end up being a huge thing.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, I don't know of too many groups, but I do know if it's something you'd be interested in, there's a barbershop group, and that's so much fun.
1: Yeah, for me, I'm not... I, I like listening to the barbershop, but I don't think that's necessarily what I would want to be singing, but I do enjoy listening to them to that of music every now and then.
0: Definitely not for everybody, but there are some fun arrangements.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially like the slow, like, more well-known songs you know mm-hmm. especially those ones are so nice to listen to so
0: from what i've seen you've been getting a lot of shows lately which
1: is crazy and fun and i'm sure a little bit stress. Um... it's a lot yes. it's a lot let's see i have two upcoming shows this weekend i have really both of them are in provo <laughs> And one on Friday night's like a private show that I was invited to perform as a guest performer. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. And on Saturday, which is one I'm actually pretty looking forward to, I'll be performing in front of what I think is the biggest audience I've performed in so far, is around two hundred people in a wow. in this Spanish event. And so it's an Ecuadorian event in Provo and being invited to sing in front of that many people is insane and i you know i've recorded my first album uh currently still working on it but it's all recorded it'll be out soon and i will be performing at the draper amphitheater soon that's another one of the big venues that i'll be at and then the other ones i've had i have performed in churches i've performed in my own house just for shows to you know to do and starting from my house to these other events that I have been invited to perform for and not something that I have arranged myself is really crazy you know because I've never I've never thought that I would have gotten this far in music I I thought I would be someone who would just perform in houses or in weddings or in parties or anything. And I, but but it's, it's gotten somewhere where I never would have thought I would be five years ago. Yeah. I was just kind of winging it. And then now, I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone, not everyone, but like, I'm guessing there's like a, a lot of people who aren't sure what they want to do next and that's totally fine like they can take however long they need but to the people who know what they want to do that's like a lot of respect because like wow you have everything like planned but you know yeah
0: so what's your favorite show that you've
1: done my favorite show that I've done ooh that's a hard one there have been a lot of house shows at my house that I've performed at that were very memorable. I wouldn't necessarily call this one a show, but a performance rather was for a recital that I took at the opera program. Was one that I that I did a couple months ago, or about a month ago, and it was very special to me because beforehand I was I was told that. Whatever song I sing and however way I sing it, that's, it's counting as like an audition as to getting accepted to um, UVU to study opera there. And so I sang, that, I sang those songs as hard and powerful and as passionate as I can. And I really pushed through those high notes. I tried singing the lows. I did everything I could. By the way, I cannot sing low to sing my life, so it was very hard. And so after the recital, I ended up getting accepted to the opera course in that university. And so it was very rewarding, and it was one memory that I will never forget for sure.
0: It really was an amazing show.
1: Thank you. Thank you. There were a lot of other uh, singers there that really struck me. It was like, wow. Yeah, you know. There's another show that I would really, really love to do sometime before I head out for my mission. I would love to go to the hospital that my little brother was at and just sing and do a concert for families in there.
0: Oh, that would be so cool. Yeah. You just mentioned the after workshop. What was that like? What, what did you do or learn?
1: Well, I guess how that started, it's called UVAA, that's George for Utah Vocal Arts Academy and it's a program that specializes in opera and musical theater and it just it helps people you know, perfect their voice and or more so find it, you know, for people that either want to refine their voice um, even or help their voice even more or just people who want to start singing i never knew about this place or about the program before because i was actually singing with my choir teacher we were going over a song and i asked him for a critique on my voice and he said that it was great and everything and he's like you know i think you should try this place and i just kind of like blew it off i was like oh it's whatever you know i'll find something else and then i was just sitting at home I was like you know i'm gonna give him a call And so they put an audition time for me, and so I sang for them, and like that, I, I got accepted to their program. And for, it goes on for about two and two and two halfs, two (laughs) weeks and a half is what I'm trying to say. And during those two weeks, you, there are different programs. There's a college program. There's a Dramatic voice program, and there's a high school program. And I think there might be more, but I just forgot them. But, you know, during those programs, I was in the high school program because I just graduated, but I was still in there because I auditioned while I was in school still. But when in that program that I was in, you would work about 10 hours a day, maybe sometimes more, and you would work on your voice, you would work on the scenes you would be in. Um, the recital, he would work on music, he would be working on everything music and for me it was all opera so I was putting my time in there, I had to wake up uh, you had to be there at like 9 in the morning and for me it's like an hour drive from here to Provo and so it for the two, for the first two and a half weeks over there it was a lot but it was so worth it I'll tell you that because I feel like my voice after that had really, I feel my my voice is better after that, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's a very, very wonderful program, and I would very much take that again.
0: Cool. We will definitely link some of the stuff we've been talking about in some kind of show notes for sure. Yeah. yeah. Because that play sounds really cool, and I mean, obviously we have to link to your YouTube and everything. Oh, thanks. As oh, that wasn't in that room at that performance. Needs to see that. There's this question I haven't asked anybody. Okay. Uh, probably should. Why did you want to be on the show?
1: I have always wanted to be interviewed. And I've always listened to podcasts called um, drives or sometimes when I'm just doing stuff at home, I would listen to podcasts and I've, you know, I've always thought of being in one, you know, and just being on this one with you, Camden, it's a huge honor. And I want to thank you for letting me be part of it.
0: It's so fun to know somebody and be able to do this though. Everybody can know because honestly, you
1: deserve to be out there. Thank you. Thank you I listened to your concert in, on YouTube. Wow. And on my, I was driving and I was listening to it at home. And when I was listening to it, your music is just so fun to listen to. It, it you know, it makes people feel good. And it's, uh, I think you mentioned it before to me, but it was like people called you like Bo Burnham or something like that. But your music is a lot of fun. And honestly, I'm looking forward to listening to a lot of it because, wow. And, you know, I remember going to your choir concert and your solo was amazing. And, you know, doing both the stuff that you're doing, if you want to, you know, if you, when you do, like, what's it called? Your fun music. I don't know what you call that genre. <laughs> but also when you sing, you know, serious stuff, you know, both of those things sound really good. And it's real fun to watch you perform.
0: Thank you. You're welcome. You're going in the right direction. How many songs are you doing? Is it all opera? All the song, the songs right
1: now, Yes, I do opera. That's my specialty. That's what I I do mainly, you know. But there are some songs that I do that have a very pop sound to it. I also do I also do some acapella. I I do let's see. I do opera, acapella, what I like to call popra you know, and I. I really love just listening to piano stuff and just singing behind it. So I guess I love, I love singing ballad, ballad, ballad stuff, you know, I, I think of myself as like a very serious singer, but just cause I'm a serious singer doesn't mean that I know how to, doesn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: I've got, I guess I have one more question for you. I got to remember to do it. How can we find out more about you? What's the best way we can find more of your stuff or get in touch?
1: You can find me on on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram all under Gallo Lastra Tenor. No spaces. It's all just one word except for Facebook and YouTube. But, you know, (laughs) you can find me there. If you'd like to book me, you can email me at Gallo Lastra Music or if you'd like to hear more of my music or if you'd like to hear more from me, just follow those accounts and I will keep you posted on the album release, new music, new shows that I'll be in. And that's, that's pretty much how you'll find me.
0: Awesome. Well, Gal, It's been nice talking to you. Remember to subscribe and share everybody. So more than three people listen to our show. Oh yeah. And you can find more of us at thehappinessquestion.tk. It's been great talking to you, Gallo. Have a nice night.
1: You too. It's been great. Thanks, Camden.
0: Bye. As we mentioned earlier, Audible is partnering with The Happiness Question to bring you a free 30-day trial, which gives you a free audiobook and two Audible originals, just for signing up for a 30-day trial. Our favorite book, which I'm going to suggest to you today, is Air Apparent by Vivian Vandeveld. And it's really awesome. It's on Audible. It's 10 hours long, and you can use your free credit to get it. I really would suggest reading it. It was a fun read, and I have reread it several times. It doesn't really have to do with our podcast, but it does make me happy, so. Ha! There's that, at least. Um, you can get your Audible trial to support the show and get something awesome to listen to, whatever you want. Millions of books. All you have to do? Go to Audible trial.com slash the happiness question. Again, that's audible trial.com slash the to get that free audiobook. Thanks.